Hello, hello everybody. Welcome to Nat Talks. If this is your first time here, I hope you find something that resonates with your spirit. If you're an avid listener, we back, baby. I know I've been gone for the longest time. I know. And people have been asking me, why, where the episodes? Where's the YouTube? Everything is just stopped. <laughs> you know, but I was just going through a really rough time. And I'm now starting to come out of it, you know. And yeah. So one thing that has helped me for anyone that's going through a rough time as well, where you don't feel in control of your life or anything, what I would suggest is just, you know, keeping control of what you can control. Because at the end of the day, this life thing is a wild, wild ride. And most of the time, we're just along for the ride. So the little things that you can control do, you'll feel so much better. So I reorganize my space, I cut my hair, and I'm just restarting my journey with my hair and my space and just, you know, so many things that I want to do. So I've just been trying to think of how to make all of my dreams a reality. And yeah, it's been interesting so far. Um, so yeah, I'm back now. You know, I went through a really dark time, guys. Like, I can't even tell you. I'm still going through it, but you know, I'm trying. I'm trying my hardest to not let things get me down. But yeah, so I'm back now. I am outside in nature, communing with nature. And of course, a belated Happy Mother's Day to everybody that celebrates it. You know, and my thoughts and prayers are with those who do not have their mothers to celebrate Mother's Day with. So let's get into it. So I've changed the format a bit. We're no longer doing episode, episode, episode. Every week, we're going to have three episodes that are all based in the same general topic. So I'm sure you've guessed it by now, but we're on motherhood this week. So the first thing we're going to discuss is just my journey as a mother. What has that been like? Trials, tribulations, lessons. So as we know, I got pregnant when I was 19. Yeah, I know you're like, gasp, you're only 19. Yes, I was a teen mother. (laughs) You know, but the good thing with me is that I'd already finished high school. Because I think if I had to go to high school while pregnant, I would have just run away because yeah you know how brutal kids can be you know um so yeah so that's how my journey began it was very tumultuous in the beginning lots of stress you know and i thought people refuse (laughs) but i actually didn't know i was pregnant for a really long time and when i found out it was really just towards the end of my pregnancy because you know like there's certain things that happened that weren't happening for me so i thought oh you know like i was just that i just had that one time when i was sick i'm fine now you know that's what i thought but yeah, we're not going to get into all those dirty details. <laughs> but yeah, it was not, it was not really, going into motherhood was really stressful, you know, because I was dealing with everybody's emotions. People were disappointed in me because I was a teenage mom. People were disappointed in me because they thought that I had just been lying and that I knew and I just kept it secret, you know. But I, like I said, that was not the case, you know. And just dealing with the disappointment and the hurtful comments, and the hurtful words that people said to me um, made sure that my journey into motherhood was not the greatest start. You know, and I only have, I think, three pictures from that time because, you know, I didn't get to have that fantasy mom introduction where you get to go and do a baby shower. You know, you do a photo shoot. I got none of that, you know. And for me, it felt like if I even celebrated the fact that I was having a baby, People would think that, oh, you see, she's happy with her decision. You see, she did it on purpose to keep her boyfriend, which is not the case, you know. And so you had the family side of things and the disappointment. And then you had also the boyfriend side of things because we were going through a lot at the time. 
you know and so it was really hard to deal with not only the relationship side but also the family side and everyone's disappointment and questions and you know just it was a tough time it was a tough time and some of the things that I was said to me back then I'll actually never forget and I can still recite them word for word today you know um so yeah so you know because of all the the, the onslaught of just so much you know it made me a little bit I think I even went through a bit of a depressive episode to be honest you know and they'll do things if I'm in the bath too long they start asking me questions like why is she in the bath you know and then also I had health complications so that was another layer you know so I was um I had preeclampsia and it was very difficult because I was on so much medication and I had to do you know how it sometimes it's just a monthly thing I had to do at some point weekly checkups because I had an infection that was not going, you know, and I had to get on a special diet. So I couldn't even just eat whatever I want because I had to be on a diet to make sure my BP is not rising, you know, and I had to keep myself out of situations where my BP would rise. And of course, if you're dealing with disappointment and things from people and you're dealing with relationship troubles, trust me, <laughs> it's very hard to keep that BP steady. So, yeah, so my introduction to motherhood was not the greatest, you know, but I also appreciate everyone who had something kind to say. Because when I went and did that test, I was so scared, guys. But I still remember to this day, seven years later, I still remember what that nurse said to me, and it was a male nurse. So I go to take the test. I'm crying my eyes out because in my head I'm just thinking, what am I going to do? How is this going to work? What are people going to think? What are they going to say? You know, I was so scared. And I took the, of course, I'd take a blood test. So he was taking my blood and he noticed I'm crying. And he just told me, no matter what happens with this result, you have to believe you'll be fine. Even if you're having a baby, you're going to be fine. You're young. You still have time to do whatever you want to do. And I appreciated that so much because, like, you know, at that point, it was rare for me to hear positives, you know. So I appreciated that moment. And it's something that stuck with me. You know, and I hope that nurse, wherever he is, I hope he's got so much joy and happiness and love and money because he deserves it. Because he did it. He does his job, you know. So now, we're out. We have gone into the journey of motherhood. It's not the best start, you know. And things get worse a little bit. Um, and then I start school. So I start school now and I have to balance full-time uni and being a mother. And I was gone most of the day, and then I'd be there for the night. So nighttime was me and her. Daytime was her and her grandmothers and great-grandmother. And it was very tough because, you know, you feel guilty. And I had experienced a lot of guilt. Probably the first six months that Elaine was born, I experienced so much guilt because I just kept thinking, I should be home. You know, I'm not there. What if she does something and I don't see what she's done? You know, maybe she rolls over and she starts, like, you know, just your mind goes places because you just feeling guilty because you're not present you know and then when you get home you're tired and you just want to sleep guess what you feel guilty again because you don't really have that energy to give you know and I was staying up to study as well it was really a really hard time the first year was really hard because I had to learn how to balance not just motherhood I was also in a relationship another one so I had to learn how to balance motherhood dating I had a side business you know so all of these things I just had to keep on keeping on you know so yeah, but eventually I found my footing. Eventually I found my footing and I started to kind of understand how to balance the three, you know, and how to still be a human being. And I started getting into a good routine with myself and less of the guilt, you know, because I just made sure that weekends was her and me, you know. So if you wanted to spend time with me on the weekends, 
you are most likely coming to spend time with me and my baby, <laughs> you know, um, so yeah. And so, you know, but one of the things that I've realized now is that, you know, I had to grow up very quickly, you know, and that's that's something that we don't really think about with teen moms, but I had to grow up really, really fast because there was no other choice, you know, and I had to now be the mom that I would want my child to have, you know, and I've been very intentional. So my pregnancy is very intentional, starting with her name. I gave her the name Elaine because it means light. And she was a light for me because now I changed my focus and everything that I needed to do, I said, I'm going to do this because Elaine deserves this, right? That's the first part. And the second part now is that I had to really just hone in on who I wanted to be as a person because I felt like I had been a doormat, you know, and I had taken on certain things that I shouldn't have and gone through certain things that I shouldn't have and forgiven certain people over and over for things that they were doing to me that I shouldn't have, you know? So before she came, I said, no. I'm not going to be this person anymore. I'm not going to be anybody's doormat. I'm going to be a strong-willed person who sticks to their guns. So I had a whole list of my, for myself of what I wanted to be as a person before I even became a mother, you know. And it was hard. I had to do the work for a year. Even after she was born, I still had to continue doing that work to make sure that I put myself in the highest possible position to be happy, to feel confident, to feel like I can actually take on this life thing. You know, and because of that, even the type of partner that I wanted, because her dad and I didn't stay together, even the type of partner that I wanted changed. Why? Because I realized, okay, I don't need this type of relationship anymore. I don't need this type of person in my life. I need such and such a person that will compliment me and will also be understanding of the fact that I have a child. You know, and as Elaine was growing, I made sure that even parenting was intentional. What type of traits do I want her to have? I want her to be kind, yes. So then I need her to be seeing me be kind to others. Do I want her to be loving? Yes. So she needs to see affection being shared freely and given openly in the home. You know, so everything was purely intentional from the start because I had reached the stage in life where I was like, I can't continue like this anymore. Right? And so I did all of that. I had to grow up really quickly. That's one big takeaway that I had to grow up really quickly. And it's really only now when I'm starting to experience my youth as much, is that, if that makes sense. Although I'm almost out of the youth category, but, you know, it's fine. We're going to ignore that. But this is now when I'm starting to experience things, like I'm able to take trips with friends. I'm able to go out more often because I really could, didn't feel like I could in my 20s because I thought I'm going to be like, oh, you know, like, oh, she's always out. She's a bad mother, you know, that type of thing. So it's really now when I'm starting to experience so many things, you know, and do so many things with friends and just be able to go out and not feel guilty or do something. Well, let me say, yeah, the last two years is when I've really started to gain my freedom and to just experience more of life. I traveled to a country alone for the first time last year, you know, and I lived in another country just by myself last year. I was staying in my own home last year, you know, and those are things that I don't currently have or never really experienced because I was always with my daughter, which is not a complaint. I love her. But it's just that thing of like, you know, sometimes it's very easy to get caught up in what could have been. You know, the way it could have gone. I could have gone to uni in the place that I wanted to go to uni. You know, I could have met someone, had kids at the right time in quotation marks, you know. And I could have just been a kid. You know, I really didn't have time to really just be a kid. But at the same time, I'm grateful for the way that it happened. And I'm grateful that now... 
I'm in a space where I can explore all those sides of myself that I felt like I couldn't and explore different places, different people, you know, just living life because I'm not very big on living the life that I want despite what people say because despite me, despite the background that I have, it's very hard for people to understand that, okay, this is now her time, you know, so you find if you go out a few weekends in a row, she's a bad mother because she's always out. Why doesn't she stay home with her child? You know, so it's just, it's a ladder. <laughs> and balancing that ladder is just extremely hard, you know. And also just one other big thing I've learned is that you can actually project your trauma onto your kids. And I'm really working hard to heal from my childhood trauma, my parenting trauma, my motherhood trauma because I didn't have the best way forward into motherhood you know I'm trying to also heal from all of that you know because I don't want to repeat certain things that my parents did or you know that I've seen I don't want to be that person that repeats certain things I want us to move into a higher space you know so it's really like you can it really affects you and how you're mothering and I'm very intentional with making sure that I am not giving her you know a broken person as a mother but I'm giving her I'm saying I'm a broken person as a mother, but just myself. I'm giving her a mother that she can look at and emulate and think, oh, wow, you know, this is the person that is there for me with everything. This is the person that I can come to. This is the person I can be honest with, you know. So it's very hard sometimes because sometimes you just have certain triggers, you know, and this makes you regress, but I'm really trying my hardest, you know, and also... We don't have to have everything figured out. All our kids want is a happy mom. Because when you're a happy mom, your kids are happy too. Because you you don't have anything that you're taking out on them. You know, they're able to see you in your best self, you know, experiencing life and having being happy, having a fun time when need be, you know. So a happy mom, guys, we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to always get things right. You know, I've had people criticize me. For things like maybe one day forget to do something motherly, motherly wise, you know, or you just something slips your mind, you're resting too much. You know, people tell you, No, you know, your child needs this, your child needs that. How can you be resting? How are you taking time for yourself? Why are you taking so much time for yourself? You know, how could you forget that thing you forgot? It's the most important thing, you know. So it's very easy for other outside influences to make you seem like you're a bad mother, but trust me, as long as you're doing the best for your child, that's all that matters. You know, and we have to stop putting so much pressure on ourselves to be this wonder, wonder mother that does everything and never forgets anything and is just perfect all the time. Kids don't want that, you know, and it's just us projecting what we think society wants us to be as a mother. Another important lesson is that you can take time for yourself. You're not a selfish mom, okay? You're just fine. <laughs> because when you take time for yourself and look after yourself, you're in a healthier and happier position to be a good mother to your kids and to be a present mom, you know. And that's another thing. We're also focused on the grind and careers and are we doing the next thing? What's the best thing, you know? We're always focused on the next target. You achieve something, you want to go on the next target. You achieve something, you want to go on the next target, you know. And it's so important to be present in the moment with our kids because that's what they remember as they grow up. They're not going to remember, oh, mommy made this much money at work. They're going to remember... Wow, when I was five or six, I went on a trip with my mom. It was just the two of us. I had the best time of my life. Speaking from experience, <laughs> you know. Um, so 
we have to learn to be more present in the moment. I know there's so much life happening and there's so many worries and things going on in the background. But trust me, try and dedicate at least 30 minutes a day of present time to your kids. We are not checking your phone because there's something that's coming from your work. We are not wondering about what's going to be happening for dinner because you forgot to buy the groceries. You know, you're just present with them and you're doing something that they love to do with you or something that only they love, you know, because also parenting is sacrifice. We know this. So yeah, we need to be we need to learn to be so much more gentle with ourselves, you know. And also big, big, big controversial ones. Big controversial ones. Sometimes sometimes your kids are gonna drive you crazy. And it's fine. It doesn't make you a bad mom if you have a time when you're just truly thinking, Wow, my child is just being bratty, while wow, my child is being annoying, while wow, I just want quiet time, I need to lock myself in the bathroom. It's completely fine. I've done that. I've had moments where my kids driving me crazy and I'm like, you know what? I just need a good 10 minutes in the bathroom, you know, and I'm just going to stay in there. I'm going to take a deep breath. Just take time for myself and then doesn't make you a bad mother, you know, and if your kids are misbehaving or they're having rough patches, guess what? Doesn't make you a bad mother either because kids are like that. You know, I think we also have to understand that sometimes kids just do what kids do. And it's not a reflection of who you are as a person, who you are as a human being, who you are as a mother, you know, because again, like I said, we're so hard on ourselves and you kind of just expect this perfection thing. And perfection is a never-ending goal. And once you start that race of perfection, you'll be chasing it your whole life. And it just affects everything. Even the simple pleasures of having your child do something lovely you can't enjoy. Because you're already chasing the next thing. Oh, okay. My child has passed grade 4. Okay, that's great. Now I need to start studying for grade 5. Because she needs to pass grade 5 even higher than grade 4. Why? Because we're trying to chase this idea of perfect mothers. And I'm here to tell you, it's okay to be not perfect. You know, all you have to do is really just do your best for your child and give them the environment that they need. Give them the best mommy that you can be. And that's all that matters, okay? Ignore the naysayers, ignore the judges. You know, at the end of the day, every motherhood journey is different. And that's what I've learned as a single mother. It's so difficult because you have people judging you for the fact that you're a single mother. You know, and you're just there thinking, okay, I'm a single mother. How does this affect you? You know, like what is so bad about this? You know, so I'm just trying to reiterate that please, please don't let outside influences sway who you are as a human being, who you are as a mother, make you feel imperfect, like you're not doing your best or you're underachieving. Everybody has their own path to motherhood and everybody's journey is different and we cannot judge each other off the standards of the perfect mother because like i've said the perfect mother doesn't exist guys and the sooner we stop chasing this idea of the perfect mother the happier we will be take time for yourself as a mommy these are mommy tips take time for yourself be present take time where you just you know for yourself just time for yourself be present be free do something that you've always wanted to do that's selfish for you because also we have this idea that to be a good mother, you have to be hyper-focused on just being a mother. You're not a person anymore, you're just a mother. No, that's not how it has to be. You can still be a mother. Your kids can still be your whole world. But also let's make sure we have another world outside of our kids. Do you have hobbies that you like to do? Do you have people that you like to spend time with? You know, Do you have activities that are just for you, that you don't do with your kids or your family? It's just mommy time, you know? So please... I love every single type of journey of motherhood. 
I love every single type of mother. I don't judge and I don't think we should judge anymore. You know, it's that it's overrated. Just saying we're judging each other as mothers and saying, oh, I could never do that with my child. It's not your child. <laughs> That's the key thing there, you know. So, yeah, it's okay. Be selfish. Do what makes you happy. You know, you don't have to be hyper-focused on your kids to be a good mom. I promise you that if you give yourself more time and give yourself more of what you need, your kids will be the ultimate benefactor. Okay? So, yes, this is episode one of three on the motherhood journey. The next episode is for all my single mamas out there because we have a lot to discuss. (laughs) So, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you share with others that you think might benefit from this episode and a happy happy belated mother's day and guess what mothers we are the badasses okay you're a badass you're doing a good job and don't let anybody tell you otherwise